0: Some doctors have found that chatbots powered by artificial intelligence can improve their ability to communicate empathetically with patients, according to a report from the New York Times. The launch of the first free version of ChatGPT in November has attracted doctors looking for the right words to break bad news and to express concern for patients. But some skeptics say using a chatbot to communicate with patients could result in errors and make a difficult situation worse, and some question whether it's necessary to turn to AI for empathetic words. This is Pulse Check. I'm Kelly Hooper. Health and social policy ministers in Europe reached a new agreement Tuesday on how the fees at the European Medicines Agency should be set and overseen. Swedish Minister for Social Affairs and Public Health Jakob Forsmed said the new approach will make the fees more flexible and cost-based. Forsmed added that the agreement, quote, is also part of making the European Union stronger when it comes to the pharmaceutical market and getting new products out there for the benefits of citizens and patients, unquote. Negotiators from the EU Council will need to reach an agreement with the European Parliament before the legislation can be finalized. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has issued an executive order that will prevent the use of city resources in the detention or investigation of people who lawfully provided or received gender-affirming health care. The move to protect providers and patients comes as at least 20 other states have restricted or prohibited access to gender-affirming care. Adam's order means that if a provider in one of those states worked with NYC Health and Hospitals to provide gender-affirming services, the city wouldn't cooperate in any investigation of the provider by their home state. And CDC Director Rochelle Walensky went before a congressional panel Tuesday when the agency was assailed by Republicans and lauded by Democrats. Their approach underscores the divided politics under which the CDC and its new director must operate post-pandemic. Daniel Payne is here with more. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for having me. You were at a hearing on Tuesday where Director Walensky discussed the CDC's pandemic performance. What was Walensky talking about how the agency is changing?
1: Walensky was sort of looking back on how the agency performed during the pandemic and then trying to use that to argue that there are certain changes that need to be made for us to take the lessons learned from the past few years and be better off the next time there's an infectious disease or a pandemic even. So it was sort of a two track. The director sort of talked about two things. One, that in a lot of ways, she said the CDC did a good job during the pandemic, defending the vaccine rollout in a lot of ways, and saying that schools were reopened under the Biden administration, and making the point that the administration has done well when it comes to these last year or two of the pandemic. At the same time, she was arguing, as she has been arguing publicly for quite some time now, that changes do need to be made, that there are a lot lessons that we've learned, particularly about data and surveillance and moving more quickly and communicating better that the agency needs to put into action going forward.
0: And what were lawmakers saying about the CDC's future?
1: So, lawmaker responses were probably what you imagine. They were definitely a lot of the same partisan lines that we've heard before. But to understand the responses, Republicans were largely, though not entirely, largely looking back on past performances and looking at problems that they said that the administration had and some even alleging wrongdoing through the pandemic from the CDC, particularly under the Biden administration. Whereas Democrats said that they were really trying to look ahead and look forward and not focus so much on the particulars of the last few years, but more so look at what requests the CDC was making from Congress to move forward. Although there was some of both from both sides. Some Democrats looked back on the Trump administration and were arguing that there was wrongdoing there that has set the CDC up for failure. And some Republicans were certainly looking forward and thinking about how the lessons learned from the past few years could be put into action from here on out.
0: What was Walensky's message to Congress?
1: Walensky was really focused on what the CDC would need Congress to do for some of the changes that she has been pushing for to get through. So this talk about having better data tracking and better surveillance for infectious diseases, she's arguing that she needs Congress to grant the agency more authority to get more data from states and local authorities, and also arguing that there's probably some more funding that needs to go into these programs to make sure that data is not being transferred by fax machine and that the infrastructure is modernizing in the agency to be able to move faster and more efficiently. And she also brought up something that our listeners are very used to hearing about, which is the healthcare workforce and saying that we need to invest in public health professionals to have an adequate workforce to handle these challenges as they expect them to come up more and more frequently in the future. So really, it comes down to funding and authority and trying to get Congress to act to make these updates to the agency possible.
0: Well, thank you, Daniel, for that rundown of the hearing. And thank you so much for being here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks.
0: And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyn, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Kelly Hooper. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.